Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> Oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado! One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Allie. It, Jake is not here because he is sickly today, but not terribly sickly. He's okay. He's just taking a day off from the pod because he doesn't feel well. No vid, no nothing. But anyways, this is the Customer States podcast. The podcast where we talk about everything, kind of, in you the automotive really industry. You really ASMR. Oh, should I? You really should. Well, I just mean in general, like you should do it. Customer states after hours. That's yeah, separate. Maybe we we'll should go, do some we'll uh, beverage ASMR. Ready? Ooh. Everybody. Oh, I have good nails. Yeah. Good job, guys. Ready? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to have to <laughs> teach me how to do it. So... Because Jake is not here today, I have to do my introduction first, actually. I'm Allie Paul. The podcast whore. I, yes. Hi, Allie. Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, I have been sticking my hand in a pot of boiling water for, isn't that what, uh... <laughs> I don't know what just um, Tommy said. That oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you sure. did. Yeah. For the past 13 years, uh, doing warranty administration for both Volkswagen and Mazda. And... To my left is Michael Sarah. He does a bunch of things to you guys. Hi, and if you call Stephen me Michael things. Sarah, I'm gonna feel like I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. What's yeah. your middle name? Michael Stefan's no, no, Sarah. No, no. It's Eric. Nope, it's Stefan now. It's Eric. Well we have the same name. My name my name my is gosh. my name's Mike. Yeah, I know. And I'm a senior mass technician, shop foreman, and transmission technician. And to my left is Michael. And, Eric. Wait, that's your trouble. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Did you see what I fucking did yes, there? Yes, I saw that, and you can. I love yes. you. So, um, uh, you mean yeah. that one bitch? Uh, and you didn't hit that one. I, I'll, I'll get there. I'm a bitch. Did yeah, I do it? You guys you are it. spoiling it. Anyway, <laughs> to my left is Eric Montenegro. What's up, bitches? There it is. His eye, Eric Montenegro. <laughs> that's, that's your intro from now on. <laughs> I love it. I, I'm here for it. Yeah, and I hope you know why? Are too. Because yes, and I revel in that. Thank you. When someone calls me a bitch, it's a compliment, not an insult. But like when I call you a bitch, it's different. I'm like, bitch, it's like, different. Yeah, you know, well, that's different. I would never call your... Michael a bitch unless, or sorry, my... <laughs> Mike a bitch. <laughs> Unless he anchored me in some fashion. Wow. But, oh, but, wow. That took a violent turn. But our guest. Um, well, I wasn't done introducing <laughs> myself. God. You, was so good. You bitch. Today, Junior. Heavy line technician for Ford Motor Company, five years. And to my left is our very special top secret. Although it's no longer top secret. Guest. Will Tom Zach. You got it. Yay, you got it. Hello. Yay. My name is Will. 
I've, uh, I'm a bumper to bumper tech for the last seven years. And for those of you who are just joining us, Will has been a guest on our podcast for now. This is his third time. It's Thank you bumper. so much. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much for being our filler. Yeah. He, he's physically seated in a different location on the, on the couch this time uh, because Jake's absent. Just so if anybody's keeping track. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome, and uh, Will has been, he's in Volkswagen as well. He's a Volkswagen tech. Volkswagen. And I I believe he has a little bit of a... Of a comeback of a little, um, yeah, from a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. so Will a is rebuttal. here for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. so it was here to defend myself, yeah, because yes. of accusations <laughs> Allie made. It wasn't last week, but the week before, so two episodes ago, I believe. Yeah, and um, well, yeah, well, why are you here? Tell us. Well, so a few episodes ago, you should go watch it if you haven't already. Thank you. Um, so she had brought up a, a specific job that I was working on. As Allie an example. Did. As an example. Mm-hmm. It was a bad example, but it was an example. Rude. Um, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so what got me at the very first, whenever I first heard, whenever she had mentioned it, um, about the beetle. I knew it was my job right away. <laughs> the second she said yeah, that. Yeah, as soon as she said I was like, oh, God, this is going to be mine. I don't know why, but I, when she said that and when you're saying it now, I just envisioned this bright yellow beetle, new beetle <laughs> in my sure head. it was. It probably is yellow. Uh, I don't think it was. I think it was white, to be mm. honest with you. Damn I, it. I apologize. That's all right. Classic. For ruining that for you. Um, <clears throat> but it was, and it was completely fine. Until she started to go into detail about the story. And open her, <laughs> right? open her mouth. You know? And then, like, you two was like, oh, no, that's bad. Like, that's bad. I'm like, wait a second. I need to defend myself now. <laughs> because it was like, and then she's like, oh, this is a friend of the podcast. And then everybody was like, cool with it all of a sudden. Oh. You know? I'm like, I feel like right. I'm going to have to break, break that back into the episode because I'm going to need a refresher on what oh, that specifically yeah. so was. So we're going to stitch that into the episode right now. Okay. So. <laughs> that was it. Okay. Go on. All right. Um. So what had so, happened so was what had happened was <laughs> is so Allie had mentioned that I spent a lot of time diagnosing a car. Oh, was this for the, just the, a the coil 60%? pack? It was oh, it, that yes. for, for just a coil pack. And, and well, so hold on. Let well, give me a chance oh, to defend okay. myself oh, now because oh. you she initially said it was one six, and then my. First reaction was like, what? And then I was like, okay, well, wait a minute. Yeah, that, that the, number was over-exaggerated. It was it, But <laughs> either way, I was like, okay. I, I, I kind of agreed with it in the end. So it was, if I remember right, it was one hour and 14 time units. I believe is what. So it's it, 1.2. I, so yeah, it was it was one point two. Let's just say that. Yeah, right? it's splitting hairs. It was more than okay. that, but it's not a big deal. So, anyways. Um, and it comes down to, it wasn't just a bad coil pack. Okay. It was not something that was like, it was causing misfires consistently. And it, all it had was, uh, circuit faults and it wasn't misfiring at, at the time. And it, for cylinder number one, there were circuit faults for the coil pack, which wasn't causing a fault at, or not causing a misfire, a, a misfire at the time. So I couldn't just switch the the coil packs over right. or whatever. And, and normally, fault. if it was like something that was just maybe it caused a check engine light, but the customer was concerned because she had uh, the car went into limp mode. Oh. And this happened three times within like a, week, a week's time. Okay. So three times in seven days, it's, yeah. it's really hard to duplicate something like that. Yeah. Extremely intermittent. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, and I don't know about you guys, but in our scan tools, it tells us, you know, how many times the malfunction happened, mm-hmm. the temperature, ambient temperature, all that stuff. Yeah, that's the frame data, snapshot. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So I verified it had three different. I'll get to you in a second. I just <laughs> I, I want to verify something that it is not your fault. So when when you're done, 
that okay. added to, that exacerbated this situation that you probably aren't even aware of. <clears throat> Isn't that the whole point of this conversation? Yes, which we're doing. Okay, let Is him finish. So he's speaking. I raised my hand. <laughs> so pretty much it comes down to <laughs> Like, I, I know it wasn't just like a fluke thing. This is something that's consistently happening with the customer's car, and I want to take care of it with it at this visit, even though it's not happening currently. So I did my, my due diligence, and I went in, and I made sure I checked all of the wires going. I checked the grounds. I checked the power uh, going to um, the fuses. I got the oscilloscope out, and I checked, made sure the pulses were right and all that stuff. I did everything to make sure everything all the wiring was good and that's what took up most of my time yeah and then once i figured out all that because it's like you know you gotta take the wiring out yeah Yeah. i'm pulling the ecu the plug off the ecu and i'm i'm pinning everything out making sure everything's good the and the access time to get to all that stuff i mean exactly yeah exactly so so it takes it it takes it takes time so i just wanted to come in and be like it wasn't just it wasn't just a misfire and the customer was experiencing issues, and that was the did time you, that we put into did it. Did you were you able to actually duplicate the issue initially, though? So I wasn't able to duplicate the issue at all, but okay. the customer hasn't been back, and it's been three weeks. So oh, nicely done. And, no red you know, sheet. And it for happened you. Consistent, consistently all in one week before she had brought the vehicle in, and it was putting the car in limp mode. And, so but she it had, had to cycle. The it had the freeze frame data from. It that. had the freeze frame. Okay, data. so you had something to go off of. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I was wondering. It wasn't just fishing. Like he knew what he was looking for and he was trying to pinpoint the issue, which I totally recognize. And I'm very, very glad that the customer hasn't been back, that you did all everything that you were supposed to do as far as diagnosing the vehicle. Yeah. So this totally sounds like what we were talking about earlier, where you're like, I don't mean to be an asshole, but (laughs) I'm not racist, but, you know, this is you're going down that. That no. tone set well, that. Well, I mean, this... I'm so glad that the customer hasn't been back, and you did everything you were supposed to. Yeah, you give a little bit of sweet before you give the sour. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> I mean, Sam, Sam and I have the same conversations about yeah. myself and other technicians' work, and it's like, well, has the car been back? <laughs> like, is the vehicle fixed? Uh, you know. Well, after they chucked a whole engine at it for an oil leak, you know. No, we're no. still working on that one. Of <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it just, you know. So, so that is like kind of the crux of the issue, right? It's like, well, first of all, I'm never going to approach a tech like, hey, unless I have a really good rapport with them. But I don't even think I would do this with you, Will. Like, hey, you fucked up. Fix this shit because we have plenty of people at our dealership who do that. And That's what does right. it solve? Never a way to approach anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't solve anything. But, you know, and, and we had had this conversation before. So, like I said, like I was going to bring it back before is you had mentioned like this whole great story about what happened with. the. Well, this is the part that's not his fault. Literally, the concerns that do you remember what the concern was? Like, was that all written out? So this is okay. So I do have to say that <laughs> I Here we go. did not buy. I didn't. Or I did in. not write yeah. the best story. You know, you, oh, sometimes you get you get rushed by you know your service writers. You got a lot Gosh, of jobs. You, going on. you know, what the fuck did you tell like, them it was ready? Exactly, you piece of shit. So it's like CYA. I wrote a basic story, which I I corrected after you came to me. Yeah, and like I ended up writing out the story. I put down, you know. This pen to this pen, this pen to this pen. I went into very de- detail. Good. I actually good, had time. Good. I had time at that particular time, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. Do you guys come across that where you guys are just rushed and you just got to get yes. something? You might I, be getting rushed or something. Just I'm, gave you an example. Yes. Yeah. I'm always rushed, but I still, I still try and find time to like make a good story. Because oh, I make them wait. I make them wait. I'm like, no, this isn't happening. Sorry, they're gonna I, have to I, wait. I, I might be in court in two years for this case. You know, this vehicle that I worked on today, and in two years, I'm not gonna remember a thing about this. So I'm I need to remember make sure. tomorrow a thing about that damn thing. I don't. I'm not gonna remember it in five minutes. But, <laughs> so, in in Will's defense, and what I was actually talking about, not to to say anything about your personal story, is that literally the concern of that beautiful, like 
um, verification that you were telling me that the customer was having, the, the service writer literally wrote on the RO, like they didn't write any of that. Mm-hmm. They wrote check engine light is on it's a very vague description of a con- customer's concern. Yeah. Which- the, the information that I gave you guys was me telling the service writer, can you call the customer and get more information yeah, about that's this? this that I, I believe that's our biggest complaint as technicians is that how can you tell me, oh, the vehicle oh, shifts the hard. the service has into- gone to defend himself. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get it out, get can it I- out. So, so how, can you, how can you tell me the vehicle shifts hard into gear? Does that mean into park from drive or drive to reverse or from third to fourth gear? I mean, what does that mean? You, you cannot... You, you cannot give me such, well, the customer didn't say anything else. Beg them, plead with them, you, you know, play word games with them, figure out a description. When does this happen? The more inf- information that I have off of this thing, because granted, there's probably not going to be any codes in it unless there's, you say there's DTCs in it. Give me a description. How can I duplicate this concern and what am I looking for? I want to play devil's advocate just for a second. Oh, don't. No, no oh. I'm, I'm going to because okay. I find it hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, because... Uh, hmm. So, yes, we have... <laughs> we, He's going to pause for a... <laughs> we, we, have, we have that problem of advisors not giving us enough information because they're not asking the customers, you know, t- to help us with our diagnosis. But at the same time, there are those advisors that write down the fucking novel that the customer told give them, it to me and it's you're trying to read this thing and it's like what the fuck are they trying to say like i get that they're trying to be thorough and give us all of the information but it makes absolutely no sense from you know spell check to fucking <laughs> the topics are bouncing around <laughs> You this know. one time three weeks ago when pulling out a target and making left hand turn uphill, but, there was a lack of power when it went to, to but, this. But <laughs> that's my point is, you know, we, we bitch about both things here. And we don't necessarily bitch about the second one, what I'm talking about, more so poke fun at it and, you know, show, like our, word show our, our coworkers like, what the fuck does this mean? You know, I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. But. Well, and I feel like if I had known the like weirdness of the concern itself and that there was other stuff on it. Cause Those like the, words. when, when you say just the check engine light is on in my mind, the first thing that you're going to do is scan it. Is scan yeah. it. Yeah. Like GFF. There you go. It's the go- guided fault findings. Oh, and I'm we've sorry. Talked, yeah, talked yeah. About this just before. like go fuck yourself or something. <laughs> well, that's not that's the GFY the, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, I, I do think that that um, misstep from the get with the service writer started the issue because I, I would have known, OK, well, it's a little more in depth. You have to test drive the car. You have to duplicate the concern, all of that. So I do fault some of that to the writer. Do you remember? Don't say names, but do you remember who the writer yeah. was? I feel Is like it the one all the way to the left. Not this one. OK. Okay. But that one always been. Oh, he leans more to the right. So, he's more so of a Republican. We <laughs> he's more the to the one that left. we're bitching at us that says this is not a political or religious <laughs> podcast. Shut the fuck up. Well, I'm I feel feeling like for that's Jake. very vague. Oh my god. Moving on. So move. I feel like this is okay. So before I segue to that specific issue, um, Definitely. Like there was a little bit, he just added more to the story and it completely made sense. So that's really why the whole thing was tied in to the diagnosis thing is like, if you're not, if techs aren't going to support it, how do I know? I cannot go down for, we wrote 25 repair orders last Friday. Like I, I can't Is that a lot? go. Yes. <laughs> like, we we do between wait, eighty and a hundred a wait, day. But <laughs> you have to understand that it's specifically warranty. Okay. It's well, specifically warranty. So I I understand that you're at a bigger shop, but we also were working in the dark age. Like we yes. are working with old timey punch times. Pen no, and they don't paper. have pen and paper. They have a piece of marble and a hammer. Yeah, and a we're chisel. fucking etching this shit into marble. You I guys. I was gonna give them a little credit and say they had a a, <laughs> no. a feather pen and, and ink. <laughs> a quill. In, yeah, so a quill so a quill in your guys' defense, it is extremely archaic, and I'm very proud of the way that you're able to. 
still conduct business to this day. But they yeah, don't, the, they don't the know oscilloscope. anything else, though. That's all they know. So it's, and that's very and that's unfortunate. where we all came from. So they, that's they don't know anything else. One one day, one day your business will blossom and grow, eh, just eh. like the Edelweiss of Germany. I beg to differ. <laughs> Good tie-in for Volkswagen. Yeah, what like that uh, oh, oscilloscope I... that I was uh, mentioning that I had to pull out before. It's not what like you guys might have at your dealerships. It's not like a neat little. This thing is a massive, it's big, portable yeah. thing that you push around. That mm -hmm. literally, it has a battery pack in that hasn't worked since I've worked here. <laughs> so it has to stay so plugged in. So it has in at to stay times. plugged in, and it's like. The plug is right over my toolbox, and I think like three times I pulled out a drawer to get it, oh, and it pulled the plug out. Fuck. You know, it's, it's just an old machine, but... Yeah. And we won't even go into the uh, scan tool uh, issues that we've been having lately. What, the, the one scan tool that you guys share between no. all your technicians? No, we actually all have our own scan tool, each tech. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, no, uh, we're, we're blessed there. Mm -hmm. That's it. My goodness. Well, I mean, when you, when, when you have <laughs> three technicians in the shop, you know, <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> so, we had a shop meeting recently. Hmm. And this was something that we brought up. I brought up the whole thing about the metrics and the... The matrix? The, not the matrix. We're oh, not dodging God. bullets here. Damn it. Um, Just dodging warranty admins. <laughs> <laughs> I try and be nice. I'm sure I come off as... I, I was venting to Will and Ricky the other day yeah. about like... I was like, we're so fucked <laughs> Everything is fucked. I was so overwhelmed when I came and talked to you guys. You have to understand that it comes with the territory. Sure. It's not It's not you personally. It's your job. I so, feel like I have a good relationship with you guys. And like that's no awesome. One... You know, that's what every warranty administrator says. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And with my warranty sometimes administrator. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. My, currently, my current warranty admin, my former warranty admin. Hi, Sammy. Sammy. Um, Hi, Sammy. You know, great working relationship with both of them but whenever they'd walk into the room like what did I do yeah. oh, that's always. exactly what I say to her every yeah. time she walks up to my stall I'm yeah. like oh shit I, or he's walking in my general area Is are, are you here for me and yeah. he's like, no, I'm, I'm not. It's fine. Literally like, the okay. way. We know the, that that's the, how it is, though. Like, yeah. I, I, I try and pop in every now and again and talk to No one likes everyone. a random pop in. Believe it or not, I'm just well, here to say hi. That's fine. <laughs> well, but so. Will's like, we're, you know. Yeah. We're cool. That's funny. Any, right? You're going to write it better. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Any, anytime Sam calls me, the way that I answer the phone is like, what did I do now? Yeah. I like, get actually, that. it's not about you this time. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> so what's up? Well, and The all, shop meeting. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, the shop meeting itself. So that we ended up addressing that topic with mm -hmm. how the... Um, the diagnosis the was high. Yeah. And that the overall, like, um, the reports are just showing that we're super high compared to the region. And so between me, the new shop foreman and, um, the service manager decided that we would implement a process to try and keep the numbers down. So that process is basically like, if you're over an hour once you hit your hour, you need to be like, hey, can you come check this out? Like that type of thing. I want to know your personal thoughts, feelings and concerns on this new process. So you ended uh, up going with what the shop foreman had recommended that they were doing at other shops because you mentioned last week or the week before that you had talked to him about it to pick his brain about the processes at different yeah. dealerships. And they said that that's what they did. So what they did is a little bit different from what we're personally implementing, because what he did is like, basically, you're not getting it. You're not if you're over the region, which is point nine an hour that that's it. Oh, that's like, not that's what, what we understood. That's what he kind of uh, ended up saying to me. That, so, that, that, that should so we're be... not doing that. All right. We're not doing that. <laughs> okay, go. I'll <laughs> leave that. Will, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so I don't really feel anything about it. Like, you know, it's not my place, so I don't get paid to make those decisions. They, if that's what they want me to do. And that's what they want me to do. I just don't want 
to where if I'm working on a job and it's taking me more than an hour and I go and I have to talk to the shop foreman, which is in the middle of a job. And then he gets upset at me because he has to break away for whatever reason, you know, fucking shop foreman. I know, <laughs> you know, it, and it happens to, to everyone, you know, but, um, you know, as long as everything's cool, if they want me to go talk to them and whatever the procedure is, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I mean, you can't get paid extra time on something because it's above and beyond the realm of what the technician is expected to do for that sort of time. I mean, like, you know, so like we have like two tenths to scan codes on the vehicle and do a brief, you know, visual inspection and then three tenths for a pinpoint test. But if that pinpoint test requires you to remove the inner fender well and access the PCM and stuff like that, then obviously that three tenths doesn't include removing the wheel and tire assembly and the fender well and you know, all that other stuff. So, you know, there's, there's gotta be extra time for that in, in your guys's. So for, for us, we don't, we don't itemize it like that. We get just what's called tech check per Volkswagen. Yeah. So all that stuff is straight time. Mm-hmm. So all diagnosis and stuff like that <clears throat> is all straight time. Um, and then the repair is all itemized and, and, and all that. Which you're clocked into the ticket for Christian. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, a not aimed at anyone at mm-hmm. all specific. No, no Christian. I no, that wasn't aimed at you at all. Don't worry. Christian. He doesn't listen to the podcast anyways. Oh. That's why I said that. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Continue. So... Um, my, my main thing about this, well, I have a question. When was the last time you had a shop meeting? We've had a shop meeting before. A shop meeting? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I've, I've been working at this dealership for seven years and I think we've had three. Way back when. (laughs) We may have had four shop meetings the whole time I've. There's your sign. What do you like? Uh, how often do you so guys you have get shop meetings? Nothing. Uh, I'll be honest. We need to have them more often, but I try to not want to do that because it's super inefficient and nobody enjoys it. So it's more like let's throw a quote unquote pizza party. Everybody's together grabbing food real quick. These are the things that we need to address and move forward. And then everybody disperses and eats their food. But uh, I would say it's at least every couple months. I mean, like, so there you go. It should so be, you it, do it like, um, it, it should be, it, it should be whatever, monthly quarterly. It, it should be monthly because that way you can go over the numbers for that month. I mean, so no, we're not even doing, we're not even touching into that. I mean, for us. Okay. Oh yeah. Not us. I, I mean, every, every pay period, I hand out pay sheets to the technicians that shows them their efficiency and what they've produced and, all, all that kind of stuff. How so. many times have you gotten one of those sheets? Well, yeah. oh, I get those every paycheck. Oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. Okay. They, it shows the actual efficiency on it. Yeah, it tells us our our hours uh, worked compared to our hours flagged. Okay. Like, oh, there's a whole printout sheet of it that goes I, into detail. I do all the math for the technicians, and I handwrite that because I don't think that a lot of the people that work at my dealership would be able to figure that out. So I I write everything on the slips for them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. Every every pay period they get that, but you know the shop meeting should be once a month because there's a lot of rules, procedures, processes. Like Tommy talked about last week, the processes. I don't know why they're not being followed right now, but they should be. <laughs> I don't, they, they should still be followed because they were in place beforehand. It just boggles the mind. And yeah. you, Eric, what's your shop meeting status? Um, they're usually safety meetings. Sure. Don't cut <laughs> so, your fucking finger off or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much what the shop. Don't, don't are. back into a Ford lightning when another tech is, uh, working adjacent, <laughs> adjacent to adjacent. it, but, but not directly on that vehicle. It's fucking stupid. Don't even, don't <laughs> that was that. many weeks ago. That was like a month ago. That was, this still boils my blood, but you're good <clears> now, right? Yeah. We're, no, yeah, no, we're fine. cordial. Yeah. I've been. Moving right along. Do we but, feel like we've covered everything for our shop meetings? Is there any thoughts, feelings, concerns that you uh, 
for our shop meeting. You know? or yeah. was that no, the point of him coming on the podcast was to defend himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. He's yeah, it's done. Himself. Okay, yeah. good. I'm just, before we moved water, on, I just wanted to make sure. Water under the bridge. Yeah. I, I feel like now knowing the full story and hearing, you know, because like obviously we didn't get to see the repair order and the technician's notes on it last time. So, you know, now that I hear what actually happened, if or if I had been able to read the RO and the technician put good notes in the repair <laughs> order will... Hey, um, they're in there now, all right? <laughs> yeah, now, uh, then yes, no. Uh, it, it's very good, though. And again, this is kind of a learning example for everybody. It's always CYA. I mean, it, you know, I, I cannot stress that enough for everybody. If you've ever been in a deposition or a lawsuit or any sort of legal thing with your dealership or franchise or mobile service place or, you know, Jiffy Lube or whatever... Um, then, you know, you will understand that you do not want to be in this position. And the more documentation that you have, the better that your documentation is, the better that you are protected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, uh, and again, no fault to you. That's That's kind of like, you know, a weird, like outside outlier of the realm of the normal things that you would encounter. Those are fucking words. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> you lost half the audience. Anyways, moving on. Out, you're beating a outlier. dead horse. You're beating a dead horse with a no, stick. No, I think you're oh. just closing up <clears throat> the, the topic. But anyways. Uh, well, that's a way to close the topic up. It, it is. And I have a topic of discussion when we come back from break. Oh, are we there? Yeah, we certainly are. I guess we're um, there. About, gotta get a little jingle. It's about picking up the slack from oh. the fucking slackers who there are multiple slackers i don't know i feel oh, like we're going there. i'm just hard. interjecting okay i want to pick up the slack mm, yeah. i know you'll you're gonna have so much to say i fucking know it i'm gonna try to refrain and it's well, gonna be great you know who always picks up the slack with our podcast our fucking sponsors we have the best goddamn sponsors we really really do we like, love you guys so much thank you so much travis ferris from hit distributing supplying us with justice brothers products and definitely Raymond from L. Ranchito Taco Shop. Thank and Lake you. Elsinore. Thank you to uh, uh, Nick Lowry. <laughs> Sorry. We really care about us. <laughs> I was busy doing many other things. Uh, thank you to Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools, supplying Matco Tools and, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Thank you to Norman Glazier. Thank you to Dale Follett. Thank you to Drew O'Neill. Thank you to um, uh, Will. Will, thanks for being here. Thank you to our listeners. Hey, really Jake. Appreciate hey, it. Jake. Thank you. We missed you. We'll, we'll see you in a little bit, Jake. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> we love you. Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for Honesty, Integrity, and Trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality.
National Play on Your Tits Day. Oh, that's every day, my friend. Is, is that a thing? No, I don't think so. It is now. I just made it. You know, like, how hot dog companies will make, like, National Hot Dog Day? I think that's what Customer States just did. Yeah? And we're back. I appreciate that. Welcome to Customer States Podcast Oh, again. we're coming. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Thank you for joining right. us again, Will. Yep. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you to our sponsors Happy for helping here. us keep the lights on and the heater going and the AC when necessary. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you so much. To that, we salute you. That's a song. Wait, I'm going to have some as well. <sighs> Hashtag so, sell the bell. For those of you. So thirst mm. quenching. Mm-hmm. Man, I did need that. For those of you just joining us, uh, we touched a little bit. Uh, wow, I'm happy. We touched a little bit on people who are dirty, rotten slackers. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now that could that could be argued with: Are they slackers? Are they naive? Are they inexperienced? Are they not qualified to do their job? It really it just depends on the point of view of the person who's doing the bitching, fixing of the fuckery. Oh, unfuckery. Yeah. That's been a topic. Unfuck the fuckery. Yes, mm-hmm. we have yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. And um, I want to talk about it again okay. because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a bitter Betty about it. I, I really <laughs> a am. Bitter Betty. I like it. <clears throat> you know, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, it helps my wallet and I'm okay with that. But... Excuse me. Oh my God. I'm Bless so sorry. You. I that, thought that was my Koa. God. That came out of nowhere. Had I been able to control that, I would have. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> and what I'm talking about specifically are jobs that are either given to you because you're <clears throat> a more qualified technician um, or you actually know what the fuck you're doing, you know? Um, and this goes down to like basic mechanic 101, okay. if you will. It's like, if you will. Oh, hi, Will. Hey. <laughs> Thank you to our special guest, Will, for joining us in the studio today. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we really appreciate you. Um, mm-hmm. I have had several occasions, several instances, even at this new location where I've had to unfuck the fuckery. And is when the tech who originally touched the vehicle either a no longer wants to touch it anymore or b is out of the shop and can no longer touch it so it gets given to me because i have no problem picking up the bullshit apparently you're a good unfucker i i had one situation specifically where the tech had recommended an engine to the customer now mind you this is an older vehicle that's completely out of warranty and um, the tech had the advisor tell the customer they needed an engine and um, left it at that. There was no quote given. There was nothing. It was just dead in the water. Needed an engine and it had been sitting there for a week. And so uh, the RO was brought to me and said, we need some information on this. Can you get us a quote, figure out why the engine's recommended, blah, blah, blah. Just a ballpark estimate and yeah. brief synopsis of what's going on with the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I apologize if I touched on this before. I don't think I had, but anyways, uh, it was originally said that a vehicle needed an engine because of a knocking noise. So I, um, I got the vehicle and I verified a rattly noise more like, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. It's, you know, whatever in the eye of the beholder. And so in the ear of the beholder. Indeed. Yes, thank you. And with my certified trained ears, what I heard was not what was said to be a rod knock, but uh in fact uh pinging. Oh, and pre-ignition uh you pre-detonation. Know, yeah. 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 So, um Pinging or pre-detonation, pre-ignition, whatever you want to call it, happens when... Premature. Yes, <laughs> premature ejaculation. Yeah. Well, yeah. well uh, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, so when you use a lower... Well, nothing is fucked here. <laughs> nothing is fucked. You use either a really cheap grade fuel 
or a lower octane fuel than what the engine calls for. Now, an octane, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. The, oh, tangent away. Yes. The, the reason we have different octanes of fuel is to... <laughs> I, I want to hear I this. I really hope I impress you with this. Is to compensate for higher combustion, um, higher compression engines, and a higher octane fuel will not burn with just the heat and the pressure of those higher compression engines. It takes an ignition source to burn the air and fuel mixture. So therefore. If you have a lower octane fuel in a higher combustion engine, the pressure from the higher compression inside the cylinder creates so much heat that it ignites the air and fuel mixture in the cylinder before it's supposed to. So before the PCM says, hey, fire off the spark plug, it's time to fire the cylinder. And so it ignites beforehand. And so what the PCM does, it sees that happen and it retards the timing to compensate for that. We don't say that word. And um, No, that's what happens. Yes, it <laughs> no, retards the timing. And, and you probably are not going to notice it unless you're driving a high-performance vehicle. But you need to put the correct octane fuel in your vehicle for that engine because the higher octane will not... Uh, burn with the heat and the pressure of the compression it needs that ignition source to be able to burn so <laughs> mikey's yes okay thank I you i think we all kind of know where this is going i appreciate the validation um so this vehicle was... i feel like i learned something today so and, thank you yes of course and so on some of the older vehicles it gets so bad to where you can actually hear this pre-detonation happening and it creates a ping or a, a, a ting kind of noise, okay. if you will. Yeah, like as you're under, going. So it's like a metallic, repeated metallic kind like of. tinging. And it happens specifically under light acceleration and usually a higher gear is how you duplicate the issue. And so... Um, under load. Under load as well. Yes, thank you. Um, and so... I actually had duplicated it so much just to verify and for my own satisfaction that I got the check engine light to set, which was never set before. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I go back to the dealership. I scan the vehicle and it's got a code in there, excuse me, uh, for a lean condition. And what that means is that the engine is getting too much air. P0171 or P0174. Yes. So it had a lean condition. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right, cool. It's got a vacuum leak or something like that i don't i don't know so and you can usually find vacuum leaks by getting um some kind of yes it, I'm, I'm trying to find the best way to describe it uh, an ignition uh, a liquid ignition if you will so brake clean or carburetor clean or something like that and you start spraying it around the intake and your vacuum lines and what happens is because the engine is sucking in the air from where it's not supposed to it'll suck in that ignition source and it'll cause the engine to bog down and sometimes die and that's usually how you find a vacuum leak. well that's one way of finding a vacuum leak besides smoking the intake um, well, you should never smoke anything. Well, I mean... Well, some things are legal in California. <laughs> that is debatable. That is definitely debatable. So, I wasn't able to find the vacuum leak by doing it that way, unfortunately. So, I started grabbing shit. So, I started grabbing the PCV hoses. I started grabbing vacuum lines. And I grabbed one specific vacuum line, and I hear a hiss. I'm like, ooh, yes. <laughs> there it is. Mind you, the engine's running. I'm like, that's cool. And it's supposed to run like shit as soon as you grab that. Well, it didn't in this case, but oh. I grabbed it and I start wiggling the line. I'm like, oh, cool. So I follow the line and it goes to the brake booster. I'm like, oh, fucking easy. So I pull the battery out of the way so that I can see where the line connects to the brake booster. And I touch the line and the the valve that goes into the brake booster <laughs> to the line that goes to the engine just falls off the brake booster. I'm like, <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, dope. So yeah. <laughs> I grab the valve and I pop it back in the brake booster and fire it up and clear the codes and the fucking pinging. <laughs> Weird. Weird how that happens. Like for a customer though, that's like the, that's like best case scenario. Well, like, it, it is, but they had already told the customer that the they needed an engine. engine. So they called the customer and said, you've got a $12,000 bill coming for you. And now imagine being the service advisor, Jake, we are understanding where you're coming Man, from with all your frustrations. And then you're holding these two options in your hand. Having to call the customer and be like, 
Hey, oh. by the way, your vehicle's ready for pickup. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, it turns out you didn't need an engine. It was just a broken vacuum line. What? Do you so what the fuck? So at that point, do you say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, the previous technician misdiagnosed the vehicle." Yes, and that's I, at I, the, that's I mean, at the discretion of the advisor. But how, yeah, how do you fucking approach that? I, I honestly, I have no that? idea how you would approach that. As like, an how advisor. do you approach that without making you guys look like a dumbass? What kind of people are you employing there? Well, like, that's exactly the point. And, that, and, and it is. And it's fucking embarrassing. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm getting paid. But at the same time, I do care because of how we look as a dealership. But is that negated by I'm so fucking happy that I don't have to spend how much? You're 12, so 12 fucking grand. 12 grand. And it's just, you know, $100 or $150. Right. And that may be. So maybe I'm like. Okay, well, I'm pretty stoked about that. Like, right, and that's fine. You know, some people may may view it that way, but then you may have some customers that are be like, "How the fuck? No, I'm not taking my car back there. You well, almost sold so, me an so, I so, think that goes hand in hand. There's, Absolutely, there's a or, difference. I mean, you can also look at it as it's showing integrity with. That's I mean, true. It's showing integrity that instead of you just replacing an engine that you've already sold, right? Yeah. That you go and you tell them, "Hey, you know, sorry about this, but you know." Yeah. We're we're gonna straight up tell you, hey, you yeah. know, apologies. We misdiagnosed it, but this is it now. I mean that's showing integrity on your part for the that's most part. That's true. And the service writer, if the service writer is saying because they make money off of an engine job as well. Mm -hmm. But it all comes down to like what you said with it's the customer, the way they perceive <laughs> perceive it. Yeah. You know. Customer's perception really is. is reality. It it really is. And and this isn't the first time that I've gotten a vehicle from this particular technician. Um, for, mm, for shade, for I don't give Shut a fine fuck. I know you don't. For I don't know what oh, you want to oh. call it. I'm I'm trying to. You should see how right hard he's he's grabbing his fist right terminology now. Terminology to somewhat be nice, but you know, for um, faulty diagnosis, we'll call it. I guess you know. Um, and I won't go into the other ones, but I I will talk about one other one. With a different oh, yeah. technician. Oh yeah, we're talking about slackers. I yeah. totally forgot what we were talking about. Yes, and so and but again, it, is it slackers? Is it naive? Is it, are they naive? Is it uh, untrained? You know, whatever you yes. want to call it. But yes. <laughs> so I had another vehicle. Real quick, this is a short one uh, that was punted to me from another department. Um, so this other department touched it first because they thought it was going to be a quick and easy, fast fix, and it turns out it wasn't. Um, so it came in for a running rough condition and check engine light and wanting to die at idle. So this technician looked at the vehicle and he chucked two spark plugs at it and two ignition coils and a throttle body. Okay. For a misfire in cylinder six specifically, but it had set codes. Uh, Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Sorry. Mm -hmm. sorry. Trust sorry. me. Sorry. I'm equally sorry. as I'm. Right. I just can't. I fucking finish, finish the story on please. a scale of one to even. I just can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. And so <laughs> hashtag tell the bell. Um. So he chucked all these things at it that he thought it could be, and then <laughs> after doing all of these repairs, decided to do a compression test on the engine. And guess what? Chicken butt. <sighs> Low compression in one of the cylinders. And I mean, let me rephrase that. No compression in one of the cylinders. You don't say. Wow. And so, long story short, I ended up diagnosing it within probably 20 minutes to a broken valve spring in the valve train. Was it a 6.2 liter? It was a 6.8 liter. Oh, Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it was a five four with two more cylinders slapped on the back of it. Love those. Yes, they're great fucking engines. They really are. They're fantastic if you take care of them. But um, <laughs> so this vehicle has been in our dealership since August of this year. Of this year, this vehicle has been in our dealership. Well, since you guys August. better well, get it out well, soon because it'll be next year. Oh, I finished today. Okay. I th it, did you? I think finish? I did. <laughs> I think I spent all of maybe three hours under that hood, and most of that time was spent 
with the fucking tool trying to get it under the goddamn camshaft. Oh, yes, Mike knows exactly so what annoying. I'm talking about. It's so fucking annoying. Did like, Dale invent a tool for that as well? No. They have tools for it. Yeah. Um, I, as I recall, his dealership has a very good tool inventory, or at least had the last time that it was there. Mm-hmm. It does. I actually had to buy this one because I couldn't find it in the tool room. Honestly, I couldn't find the whole tea kit in the tea tool Amazon. Room. Amazon makes a whole pack for those engines. Oh, you already did it? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. I don't normally sell things on the podcast, but Amazon. <laughs> yes, Amazon oh, comes they in. They really oh, need the business, you know. From time to time. I'm sorry. I do sell things on the podcast, like our hashtag syllabus. T-shirts. T-shirts. Stickers. Merchandise. Hoodies. Merchandising. 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 Get it on CustomerStatesPodcast.com. Yes. Thank you. This wasn't a plug. Um, no. <laughs> so I repair. I replaced the broken valve spring. Lo and behold, the vehicle runs top notch on all ten cylinders, and I was very proud of my apprentice for actually asking me how I came to that conclusion and how he would have been able to figure out how to properly diagnose that and understand what you know what had happened. And how he wouldn't end up in the other technician's shoes. That's a good question it to is ask. Great, I yeah. was so far, Oh my god, I almost got a chub. It was great. So, <laughs> I, I love those moments when you like, you know, it's like when, the, the self fulfillment almost of like, not only have I shown you like the right way, but now you know what to look for and like what to ask and like how to better yourself. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was fantastic. And so I went through the process of elimination while posing questions to him. Well, what do you think would have been the next right. thing? What would I have been looking for? What do you call this? What, what's this area of the end? Valve train was the word I was trying to get him to say and he couldn't say it. <laughs> all, all in due time. Yeah, he'll get there. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just proud of the progress that he makes regularly on the daily. And he, he wants to learn. He asks the question. Questions. He wants to understand why things happen and what caused this problem. Like, it's fucking fantastic. I love my apprentice so much. He's fucking Christian. great. Yes, Mr. Christian. Very good. Christian with a K. But um, that was my latest fiasco amongst, you know, all the parts bullshit I'm still dealing with. Does anybody else have any thoughts about slackers? Oh, I think like you're going to have them no matter many, what. I mean, you know, everybody... No matter what dealership or parts place or fast food endeavor or yeah. whatever you work life. in, there's always going to be slackers in life. And you're going to come across them no matter what you do in the world. And it's how you deal with them and how you move on and overcome. I just realized the term of what it should be for the topic of these people's. Of these people. <laughs> They're oh my culture. These people. These people. Of the people that we're talking about. Okay. They're called parts replacers, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. They are not technicians. They are not mechanics. Where's the parts cannon? They're Hold ca- it up. That's, and that's mm-hmm. what I was going to do while he was talking. Because they're fucking parts replacers. They don't replacers. They don't know how to properly diagnose a vehicle to figure out what's wrong with it. So they're just going to be like, oh, fuck it. It needs an engine. Yeah. You know, or spark plugs or ignition. Cord. Like, what the fuck? That's so I, I still believe that Ford is a little bit unique in that aspect as that we have a lot more, you know, we rebuild transmissions. Do you rebuild transmissions on your side? Will? no, no. Okay. No so, transmissions, like, no motors. You, you might do cylinder heads on vehicles. That's yeah. the most we tear down okay. at our dealership. Yeah. So we're, it's somewhat similar, but uh, you know, still, I believe that Ford's processes specifically for Ford. And that's the only thing that I can speak to is that Ford's processes are a little bit more in depth as far as like actual hands-on stuff and it's like i think it's a dying breed you know it is and i and i i'm sorry to interrupt you but i'm no, gonna please. do it anyways kind of touching All on right, that Jake. <laughs> touching on that <gasps> i had sorry babe <laughs> i He's had here um we had to i had to perform a cost cap on a vehicle which what's that I, i'm kidding. okay okay i'm just making sure i'm just asking questions. can can he tell the story yeah are you telling the story or am I? I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> So I had to perform a cost cap on a vehicle, which you have to perform a cost cap 
um, when you're trying to replace a powertrain assembly, whether it be an engine or a transmission in Michael's case, um, to see if it would be more cost effective to replace the unit as a whole or to rebuild it or fix it, quote unquote, as they call it. Um, our new cost cap tool, new quote unquote, um, takes into consideration not only labor time and parts cost, but it also takes into consideration the fact if parts are available to oh. complete a repair procedure. So if parts are on intergalactic back order for this to repair it, it's going to tell you to replace it. So that's nice. But... Um, I had to do a cost cap back to the topic. I had to do a cost cap on this Raptor to replace the engine on it where we had catastrophic engine failure where the pistons hit all of the fucking valves and it needed the goddamn long block. Hi, piston, piston meat valve. Yes. <laughs> now kiss. What a meat cue. <laughs> yes. Um, where I had to replace the long block. And so I have to do a cost cap because I want to replace the powertrain assembly. This motherfucker said to repair the powertrain by replacing the, the short, short block, block and both cylinder heads and, and everything else. And both cylinder heads yeah. and all of the what? What the fuck? How is this more cost effect? The engine was available, by the way. We, the long block was available. Yeah. We, I, what the fuck? I went to my, well, I marched straight to my warranty admin's office. I'm like, there has to be the over, way to override this because this is fucking bullshit. Oh, wait, your warranty admin is on the site at all times? Ooh, shots fired. Oh, Sammy Sosa. Oh, that would be so nice to have my warranty Wow, Sam, I'm jealous of you. Just tell them to your phone call away. Times. It's oh, fine. Man. You can fucking call her on the phone. What's your problem? <laughs> yes, he has a cozy little office where his wife also works and handles paperwork. And we get ROs closed and sent to Ford for payment the next day. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah. The next day. I feel like you're doing this at me. Oh, no. Look. No, no, no. I'm not threatening you. He's like, he's ready to come. I'm ready come. to come at this point. Like, like, do you understand the, like, the, the labor intensity of... fucking day. It's wonderful. It blows my fucking mind. And this isn't it's shade possible. at anybody. No, it, it's completely feasible I'm, and possible if you have the right infrastructure for well, your dealership, absolutely. which we do not have. I, I'm not being shady in any way, shape, or form. You know, maybe poking phone, but I'm not being shady because it, I just... My mind was blown. That's, that's unique for your dealership it, to it have that. It really yeah. is. Granted, this guy's been doing it for 25 fucking years. Years. Well, that's what you get when you have somebody that's been doing it for twenty five years. Damn, and that Sam could be is us. well on her way, and she's oh, fantastic at her job. I, Sam is fucking amazing. I love <laughs> you, Sammy. Sure that's very well, clear. experience does count for mm -hmm. some. Like it definitely counts. You learn something every time, and oh, this Allie, you're also industry. Good thank you, thank you. <laughs> wow, you're all right. <laughs> Will works with me. You're, well, you're Will's there. gonna tell our, me how good our, our own little warranty wizard. Yeah, but I mean, it's constantly changing, mm -hmm. and it's it's something that like you you it could definitely it go to daily. school for it. I feel like you could. There's well, so you, many nuances. You're not wrong. You, you do go to school for it. There's like for Ford. There's school like constantly. Knobs. So like, there's not only the like online e-learning courses mm -hmm. to, to learn stuff, but there's like seminars that you have to go to. Yeah, to maintain your certifications. Yeah, that's like the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. I'm done with my rants and raves. We can move on to Michael's favorite topics. What? Oh, man. You have a couple up there that you've been dying and chomping at the bit to talk about. Um, I mean, we're, we're getting close to the end. You have to plenty the end. of fucking time. Uh, I, okay, so I would say like... Um, you but, can tease. So no. No, let's, there's let, tons of time. Go uh, on. Let's talk about a body shop update. How about that? Yes. Okay, so um, we have talked about kicking the body shop out and re-inheriting that space for the service department. How if, many bays space if, is it? So we are hey, re, hey, hey. we are getting five bays back from that body shop. And as of today, which is an undisclosed time and day, <laughs> <laughs> as of it's today, Friday. yes, it is Friday. As of Friday, um, the body shop is out. The spray booths are gone. All the equipment is out. Everything's gone. And on the on Monday, the company is coming out to come mark and cut concrete and start pouring new slabs for the pads. So the schedule that I had laid out for everything to like, you know, 
the the body shop was giving us x amount of dollars per month to you know rent that space and it's costing us money to you know change that space and we're also not making money from that space until we get that space done so my job was to make sure that the time frame for all of the renovations happened in such amount of time that we were minimizing the loss of revenue from that physical space right everything is going exactly to plan i can't i i'm just like i i cannot I, it's it's like absolutely oh oh sorry hashtag I tell about that. um uh I, I cannot explain how happy I am that somehow all of the like three or four different companies that I've, you know, that are collaborating to do this whole project for us are somehow agreeing to my schedule and are able to complete it. So um, well, phase two is going to be happening next week and it's just absolutely amazing. So again, for anybody that uh, doesn't, isn't familiar at my dealership, we've always had like an onsite you know, body shop, small body shop with two spray booths and a, and a, and a, and a you know, a prep area and stuff like that. And so now we've have removed the two spray booths and we are going to be installing five new lifts in that area. So we've reclaimed area from a body shop area that wasn't doing anything for the service department. And now we have <clears throat> five new, uh, uh, brand new lifts that are coming in into that area that's going to open up a shop for like, you know, or a space for at least two new, uh, two new technicians. Not so, used lifts, not used lifts, but brand new lifts. Brand wow. spanking new lifts. Can I, can I ask you just curious, like what is the ballpark dollar amount that this project is going to cost? Do you know? Yeah, of course I know. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it a million dollars? No. God, no. Just asking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just the lift alone. They're probably gonna be about a hundred thousand, right? And they're about twenty five grand a piece. The in ground ones. Uh, they're not in ground. They're we're, two, we two only posts. we only oh, have okay. two so lifts. Out the ones of, we just replaced at the dealership were well, the one in the service express spots. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was twenty five grand for that. Wow. So thing. out of the eight lifts that we're having installed in the shop, there's only two in grounds that are being installed. I miss my in ground lift. I love. I prefer an in-ground lift to a two post. We have we have two 100%. two right. We have two twelve k in-ground lifts that are specifically made by the company that sells them to us to two of the twelve k. But you have that third in-ground in heavy no. line. That's out. That's out. Oh my god. It's fucking you guys ruined it. Anyways, it, uh, it you 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 have to come by and see. No, thanks. but anyway. The, the the shop is set up the shop is set up for the new generation of vehicles that are coming out and also to service the vehicles that we still currently have in service and to improve efficiency in the shop so uh, it all comes back round I'm very excited for this it's it's congratulations smile on my face this whole whole friggin time it's been great congratulations and apparently I also am going to inherit an office. So oh. I get my own office. It's more like a jail cell, literally. <laughs> no windows. Well, no windows, <laughs> brick walls, and it's literally the dimensions of a small jail cell. But um, I wouldn't know. I've never been to one. Well, anyway. I'll have to show you sometime. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I heard we have some listener mail. Yes. <laughs> this is like slightly shade, shade, shade. It is, and it's directed at me. No, no, I it's think fine. I just want some diversity. It's fine. Go ahead. All right. It's not. Okay, so we do have listener mail, and we love our fans and listeners. We do. Let's Thank preface you. that with this. We do and appreciate you. Jake and, so, you know, uh, Will, you, you know this, but um, Jake and Eric like to have their fun with their jokes, right? Right. And so a listener wrote in to us and said, like, hey, you know, don't let Jake and Eric have all the fun with the jokes. Like, here's here's one for you. You know, go ahead and and, and throw it in. They want to steal my glory. Well, <laughs> you know, we're gonna try and spread the glory around. It's fine, I'll share. So just just to be certain that you know I'm not stepping on any toes, I'm gonna play the. I'm a bit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna play the outro because in case this thing bombs, I just <laughs> you're just gonna immediately yeah. go to the uh, a pre-recorded the music. Yeah. yeah. But 
I would like everybody to thank Darren for this. Thank you, Darren. We hilarious you. joke. That's a new name to me. Hi, thank, Darren. Thank you for writing in. We appreciate you. Go on. All right. What's the difference between an epileptic oyster shucker and a prostitute with diarrhea? Oh, my God. Okay. An epileptic, epileptic. oyster shucker? Epileptic oyster shupper. <laughs> shucker. Oh, my God. That's, That's hard to say. Fucking tongue twister. What's the difference between an epileptic oyster shucker and a prostitute with diarrhea? That is a tongue twister in and of itself. Oh, my God. Okay. So, a person with epilepsy who's shucking oysters yeah. and a person who's a woman of the night. Or man. Or man. A person of the night. What um, is it? What is it? I want to know. I want to know. Guesses, guys. Come on. This is a game. Okay. One's a oyster chucker and the other one's a shucker oyster. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah. What is it? It's, it's in the same vein as the busty crustacean. I know it is. Mm, very. Yes. I know it is. Yeah. I can tell. Do you and the guess as well? Yeah, I feel like Go ahead. I, I don't want to offend. Okay, okay. What's the difference between an epileptic <laughs> oh, oyster God. shucker and a prostitute with diarrhea? Yes, yes, yes. yes. One shucks between fits. <laughs> One shucks between fit. <gasps> <laughs> Let that sink in. Let that sink in. <gasps> I also just got a text message from my general manager. And one, there's another part to that. Yeah, what's the second half of that? There's nothing else, and we're going to move on from there. Oh, my God. Stop, Eric. No. No. Okay, everybody. Yes, we'll leave that up to the imagination of the audience. Thank you very much. If you don't understand that joke, please message us. I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, we're a fucking adult podcast. This is ridiculous. No, that's customer states after hours. It that's a, that's the separate matter. other ones. You started it. Um, also, With your jokes, you started it. Yeah, but I at least saved well, the entire joke. Eric's oh. jokes were before, like, very funny. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow, that's not me saying that, babe. I'm going to thank our sponsors now because oh. I really appreciate them. Thank you to Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. And thank you from Nick Lowridge to Nick Lowridge, supplying us with Matco Tools and also Milwaukee products. Yeah. Raymond Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Raymond Moon. Is that like Michael Sarah? Thank you for his creamy guac. Delicious. And thank you well again for being here. We yes. really thank super you. duper. It was a great pod. It was. This was a good one. Thank you to all of our listeners and anyone out. Thank you to Dale Follett and everybody else. Please Bruce reach out to Bruce Vane for the fucking killer tunes. Mm-hmm. Check us out on the social medias. On our email, podcast at gmail.com or our website, customerstatespodcast.com. Buy our merch. We Please really, do. Yes. We it's just really, one way to support us. Yes, we really appreciate it. Email us. I'll send you stickers for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't yeah. forget, if you do, um, you know our email, that's also our PayPal. Yes. Send us jokes. Send us topic oh, suggestions. jokes for sure. Yes. Please. We'll, we'll shout ones. you and out. Darren, thank you for that joke. Yes, that thank was you, Darren. Really I good. loved it. I'm sorry you were also left hanging you. on that, Darren. Also disgusting. <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. Um... Oh my god, excuse me again. God, I'm gassy as fuck. I, you need a B now, babe. <laughs> Not that end, the other end. And Isn't with it that, the same? And with that we say... <laughs> Stay classy, even if you're gassy. Oh my god, that was brilliant. That's High actually five. not bad. Oh gosh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We can end on that. Love you. Love, Love you. you. Oh, you bitches. Fuck you both. Love you. Love you. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. 
Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.